Okay, reading from the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad chapter, Madhya Leela 28, chapter 150, uh, text 152. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Katam Katam Apist. Katam katam api sarvadina avashesha. Shora karma nirbaha hoila prema rasa. Somehow or other, in the mellows of ecstatic love, the Lord's head was finally shaved by the end of the day. Omagana timarandasya gananjana shalakaya. Taksurun Mulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Tarubyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Well, greetings from the Jagannath Healing Center, Healing House, Jagannath Healing House. It's a beautiful, newly renovated top half of a house. And I have my Bhajan Kutir here. It's a very good place for my, my practices. And uh, Yesterday, we uh, established the Jagannath deities. They finally appeared. And we had a, a pandemic-appropriate festival. <laughs> Just a few, a few get Gopri and her husband in masks <laughs> and Amala. Vaishnava came to help. And one, one nice neighbor, I would say that. So we'll give you, we'll give you darshan of the Jagannath deities, and then we'll begin. <laughs> Jai Jagannath. Jai. And 
It was a very sublime festival, very simple. Well, the facade was not. We had our 14 preparation chop, chop on Vogue, including Jagannath Puri Dal and jackfruit sabji cooked in a clay pot. How's that for being authentic? So, and then uh, we just had some kirtan and how people are starved for kirtan. You don't know how much you miss something until you have it. And very nice kirtan because everyone was, did it expertly, I felt. From the singing to the rhythm, to the tal, to the tal, to the melody, that was great. And then I spoke on the speciality of Lord Jagannath, um, which may be a Monday morning guy. I already wrote why he's the highest, but there was some other things there. And then um, this musician, very nice person. He said, well, he actually met me in Vrindavan eight years ago. Somehow, so many people have been to Vrindavan. I, he's a very gentle soul. I met you eight years ago. You remember Courtney and this person, they told me to meet you. And I said, what happened? He said, well, you won't remember. But you saw I was alone and you came over to say hello to me. <laughs> so I thought, wow, that, that's nice. And then uh, we had an artique with the Jagannath Astakam. And then we had the facade, so. But we were pandemic appropriate. Proper spacing was there. So this pastime of Jagannath, uh, Lord Chaitanya taking sannyas for, actually he took sannyas for the purpose of fulfilling his Bahirangi Hetu and his Antaranga Hetu, the external and internal reasons for his descent. Why he came for others and why he came for himself, why he came for himself is to experience rasa, spontaneous devotional service, which perhaps has a, a certain flavor in this world and to share that, to share that. I also thought, you know, th this, this question of why the material world couldn't God have done something better than this. And I, I dealt with that in Monday morning greetings in many, many ways, but there was one argument, I forgot what it is, but it, it just, it, it's just the completeness of God for the experience of compassion and forgiveness, something like that. But anyway, Lord Chaitanya's, there's something about this world and God comes for that purpose and to fulfill his 
the reasons for his descent, both the external and internal reason, he took sannyas. Sannyas to, without impediment, travel and preach, you know, Krishna consciousness and give the holy name, which is the, the main process of Raganuga Bhakti, because chanting does lead to smartum. It's hard to do smartum without chanting without getting your consciousness purified and without that direct contact with Krishna. That's what chanting is. Chanting is direct communion with God, feeling God. Because that's the ultimate, the ultimate experience of reality is feeling reality. And the way we feel reality is we focus on the holy name. Of course, we don't feel it to the degree we should because one, we're not attentive. Two, our consciousness is covered by the false ego, which breeds misconception and offense. Um, but that's the main way. That's how you start to feel God. And then you nourish that feeling, eventually a specific feeling because love is relationship, some specific relationship, and you nourish it. I was describing this yesterday that we um, hear the pastimes and songs of the person whose name we are chanting, and that increases the relevance of the name and the sambanda, the connection with the name. And we worship the form of the name uh, of the person whose name we are chanting. And very interesting how Lord Chaitanya, when he was in South India and wanted that, sometimes it says deity worship is for neophytes. It is, but it's also for advanced people. When you want to develop a relationship with God and nourish it, then you have to have a form of God and develop that relationship with the form, the, the, the form of the person whose name you're chanting. So you had Jagannath because Jagannath is the deity of what was Lord Chaitanya's mood? What was his internal reason? He wanted to experience the love of Radharani. And the form of Jagannath is Krishna in separation from Radharani. So it's Krishna in the manifestation of his highest love for Radha. So there's no, uh, it's not difficult to understand then why he was worshiping Jagannath. So anyway, Lord Chaitanya takes sannyas because you preach and then, <clears throat> then he goes to Puri where he concentrates on the internal reason of his descent, which is to get this mood. And not only get this mood, but Lord Chaitanya is, his life is a Charya Leela. I heard this phrase one, one, one place. It's a pastime which is teaching us how we to do the same. Because it's God, be, it's God becoming a devotee. So how do you become a devotee? We'll just hear Lord Chaitanya and see how he did it. <laughs> And it's not just shave the head and it's not just the externals. It's internal. Devotee is an internal thing. 
It's an internal thing. Devotee means I have a relationship with Krishna. And again, that's why the deity, I'm speaking a little about it because we, now we have this beautiful Jagannath deity. That's why one of the reasons we have the deities is to develop our relationship with Krishna. Because Krishna is actually manifest there. It's the, it, it's the nature of God that he creates whatever he wants with whatever potency he wants. So he creates certain elements and certain sounds that can be transformed. Like metal can be transformed into fire. Why? Because that's how God created it. So certain sounds can be Krishnaized and certain forms can be Krishnaized. So Anyway, Lord Chaitanya is taking sannyas and it's a very, very heavy thing because the person you most love, you'll never see again. Or you won't see him in the same way. Because sannyas literally means sannyas, complete renunciation. And in those days, it means socially dead, which is why Traditionally, <clears throat> sannyasis didn't go to weddings because it was like inauspicious as a dead person at your wedding. Of course, Prabhupada, in his infinite mercy and in his intelligence and, his, and in his application and in his application of Krishna consciousness, did something that wasn't technically the rules because one of the defects of devotion mentioned in Upadeshamrita, one of the things that is an obstacle to devotion is niyama agraha. And if you divide the word up as you do in Sanskrit, it could have one or two meanings, niyama agraha, short a, niyama agraha. Because short A and, and, and short A make long A, and short A and long A make long A when you join them together. So what it means, and I read this in one commentary, too little affection or too much affection for the rules. We suffer generally from too little affection for the rules. But some people suffer from both too little affection from the rules and too much affection from the rules. They have too little affection for the important things <laughs> and too much affection for those things which are unimportant sometimes we see that. So Prabhupada didn't think that rule was so important <clears throat> because it did not serve his objective. Just a story, I don't want to get too, but I was once walking on the beach in Jagannath Puri and I was walking if you've been there, um, I don't know direction it is, but if you face the ocean, I was going right. And I was going to where there were no more hotels. And then I see a god brother of mine getting married. He's getting married. 
um, to a beautiful wife, maybe his third or fourth, I don't know. <laughs> and he said, sit down, come. It's, I said, uh, you know, I've said, well, you know, I'm a sannyasi, I don't want to ruin the whole thing. No, no, you know, it's transcendental, it's transcendental. <laughs> it's so funny. I met his wife five years at Govardhan, had a horrible divorce, and thanked me for coming to the wedding. <laughs> she thought that maybe helped break it up <laughs> karmically. Anyway, now there's the separation from Lord Chaitanya. He's really taking the real sannyas. Some close associates are told and they're there. It's almost like, like I told you, like Krishna shaving his head, the pain. You're, you're, the beauty of Krishna is inspiring your love. When, when you see, the, the way a real Vaishnav experiences things sensually is through love. When they eat food, they think, oh, how, how Lord Jagannath was tasting this. Let me give you an example. A mother cooks for the child and she, uh, yeah, after you cook a feast for everyone and you see that they're happy, your, your experience of the feast is the flavors in relationship to how they enjoyed, not how you enjoyed. So same thing, you look at Lord Chaitanya's hair, it's, it, you know, he's beautiful. You know, it, it, you know, person dresses up, it, 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 they look beautiful. And, and, and it inspires you and it, it's somehow selfless. It's not selfish, it's inspiring your love and, and, and the person is decorated. You know, it's almost for their pleasure you're decorating them. So then shaving the head, it's like, oh my God. So they're all devastated, but in the midst of this, at the same time, they're seeing that Lord Chaitanya, this is his compassion. He's renouncing the world to serve the world. He's renouncing the limited family to serve the greater family. And if one really has that consciousness at a higher level, they can do it, really do it. So they're overwhelmed with so many emotions that they're feeling for Mother Sachi, whose who's, her, her pain is unbearable. They're, 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 they're feeling the, the, the wonder of Lord Chaitanya sacrificing his life. That type of sannyas is not like today. And Prabhupada said, we're not like today. We do it for preaching. We should we should set an example of renunciation, but it's not demanded of what it was in a society when it's important. It's, people have to set examples of renunciation. Otherwise, the society will not, never move during that direction because you have to see the glory of things that look difficult to you that actually are beautiful. Like humility may look like a very difficult thing. You have to pay obeisances to people you have to, but if you see the humble person and you have this conception that humility is like a weakness almost in your mind, 
where you see this person who has, I mentioned this many times, had the strength to resist the false ego and therefore can serve everyone and see the beauty of it. So you have to see the beauty of the good qualities, even though if they appear antithetical to the samskaras we tr cherish, like I'm number one, I'm number one, like our ego and our, you know, all the other things that we cherish, position and power, and then see the real, Go give me my computer back. I, I was sent a, uh, I was sent a, uh, a little video. Somehow I just got five more. <laughs> Oh, we'll have fun, but I, I I was sent this video of this person who's a very, very nice sadhu, very, very dedicated to Prabhupada, joined in ISKCON, lived in India for now many, many, many years. And uh, he's very, very humble. This is his kirtan. <laughs> Stop. Just as I opened it today, I got a video of the best dancers in in the kirtan today. And this this was in Govardhan. Let's take it. Okay. Was the best those are the best um okay <laughs> 
I hope you enjoy that as much as I do. The spontaneous devotion of. <clears throat> so now we've been this whole scene of Lord Chaitanya shaving his head and the barber, he just doesn't want to do it. And this whole thing is going on all day long. You know, people are crying, people are falling over, and the barber doesn't, his hand is shaking. He doesn't know what he, and uh, and uh, it, it's like in India, they have this shaving of the head ceremony for little kids, and the kids absolutely scream, and the parents are holding them down. It takes so long. So it's something like that. But somehow other, in the mellow of ecstatic love, it got done. They don't even know how it got done. Somehow, finally, it was done. Thereafter, the Lord of all took his bath in the Ganges and sat for his sannyas ceremony. The Vedas declare that Sri Gorachand is the spiritual master of everyone. The Lord, in some pretext, then spoke something to Kesha Bharti. So this is very famous. How can he initiate Lord Chaitanya? So there's a whole thing where Lord Chaitanya has a dream and says, I heard this mantra, is it the right mantra? And then he whispers it into Keshav Bharti Maharaj's ear and actually initiates him into sannyas so that he can set the example of taking sannyas. The Lord said in a dream, some Mahajan appeared to me and spoke some sannyas mantra in my ear. Please examine whether it is appropriate or not. Speaking in this way, the Lord spoke the mantra into Kesha Bharti's ear. This reminds me of another, um, another pastime that I read this morning preparing for the afternoon class where it's, where Akrura is going to Vrindavan, he, he can't believe his mercy that the lotus feet, that the yogis, Pantastu Koti Satavatsura Sampagamyo Vayora Tapi Manasom, they're meditating for thousands of years and they can't reach the tips of the toes, and I'm going to pay obeisances. And not only going to pay obeisances, Mukundasya, I'm going to see his face. I'm going to see the face, I'm going to pay the obeisance of that, that person of whom only hearing about his appearance and his activities purifies and beautifies the whole world. There's, there's one song about beautifying the whole world that one sadhu was really into his look. So he's like, and he's like putting on his tilak and he's kind of in the mirror too long. And another sadhu whose senior walks by and says, there's mo no beauty there, you have no compassion. Indicating that the real beauty is internal. And that's why Krishna is so beautiful because he wants to please others. So it's a very special type of beauty. There's actually a correlation between the physical and the heart. And that's not always a correlation. Because you can have karmic beauty to please people, you can have karmic beauty to control people. Mm -hmm. So 
But that's not the story. The other story I wanted to tell is that there in King Akbar, kind of the, they started to develop very high karma in the Mughal dynasty, very cultured. You can see by their art, by their music. And Akbar was a very far out personality. I don't know, far out maybe is just an amazing person. So he had a court of, of classical Indian singers. And the best one in the court was called Tan Sen. And he asked him to, he asked him to um, sing. And he said, I've never heard singing like you. Is there anybody that can sing like you in this world? He says, actually, my, my guru is 80,000 times a better singer than me. He said, I have to see him. He said, okay. He stays in this forest called Nidaban. You know where Nidaban is? Mm -hmm. When you go to Lloyd Bazaar to Radharaman, there's a big wall. That's where Bunky Bihari was discovered. And it's a beautiful forest and they have like, mm -hmm. you know what I used to, yeah. you know what I used to do in the early in the morning, like 4.30 in the morning or five yeah, in the morning? Like yeah. What I used to do at five o'clock in the morning, I used to walk as fast as I could mm -hmm. to kunj where Krishna had the rasa dance. And then I used to go through their little forest right on the side of Lloyd Bazaar. And I used to go to the Mongol Artik with the people that are sitting there and then, and then walk back. Anyway, this is Nidaban, beautiful place, Nidaban. Mm -hmm. So he hid behind it. He said, you know, my guru, he's just not gonna sing to impress anybody. So I'll get him to sing. So he goes and he tells his guru, you know, I forgot this Malaka Raga. Uh, can, I, can I show you? And, and he purposely sings it wrong. And then Swami Haridas, if you, those of you who have ever been with me to Nidaban, Leela, if you go to Brindavan, if you go to go to um, Tatiyastan, blow your mind. Classical, they learn classic, all the sadhus, the oldest, scariest looking sadhus that cover their whole head. Their tilak is the dust of Brindavan. And they, they learn this Drupad Kirtan. Drupad Kirtan is the most difficult classical style and they sing it. It's very, so they, they, they come from Swami Haridas. So, because he started this style. So he was, so, so then Swami Haridas like sung it, like so like beautiful. I think, you know, the clouds appeared in the sky and the rain began to, you know, he was like, like the greatest singer and he could chant mantras and but it's the same thing kind of a a little trick is this the right mantra thus the lord by trickery made kesha bharti his disciple and kesha bharti was struck with great wonder kesha bharti said this is the best of all mantras by the mercy of krishna what is unknown to you According to the instructions of the Lord, the broad-minded Mahamati then spoke that very mantra into the ear of the Lord. This, this word, Mati, mind, 
is is really important because it it, it it that in the Padyavali, that first line I always quote it Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavatomati. This is one Sanskrit for Krishna consciousness. Bhavatomati, the mind in Bhava. Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa, your relationship with Krishna. That's what Krishna consciousness is. Mati. So he's described as Mahamati. He has a great mind. And here it's translated as very broad-minded. Brahmana means broad-minded. Kripana means narrow-minded. Broad-minded. Your, your mind can see the context. When you don't have a broad mind, you can't see the context. You're like a, a child with a bad stomach who insists on eating the feast because his mind only can see when the feast begins and when the feast ends. He can't see after it ends when, he, when he's sick. So the most broad-minded person, he just doesn't look at his life in short perspective. He looks at it in context. That's called Shreya. Shreya, what is the ultimate benefit rather than prayer? What does pleases me now? And that's a person of character. And those are the persons who are Mahatmati. And a real Brahmin, Brahmana, he only, doesn't only see it in terms of the life, he sees it in terms of the soul that goes beyond the life. Not just what's good for this life, what's good for my eternal soul. So he's Mahamati, so he's broad-minded. He can understand things in a greater context. And if someone isn't, they see things in the smallest context, and they don't understand the greater context and they misapply it. They have a particular rule. And they can only see the rule. They can't see the effect of it. They can't see the context of it or philosophy. You take a, a thing, I call it a folio scholar. You go on the, the database and you take one thing Prabhupada said as a quote to serve your particular agenda without ever reading the context in which the quote was, because the context can make the, the, the quote seem something different. And there's an example of that in the, this, the, the Bhakti Sandarbha, but it's from the Bhagavatam by Jiva Goswami. At the very end of the Bhagavatam, towards the end, one of the last chapters, Sukadev, Goswami gives Maharaj Prickett an instruction that seems like it's Brahmagan rather than pure bhakti. So Jiva Goswami says, well, how can this be? So then he, 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 he applies the hermeneutic principles, the principles of interpreting Shastra according to the Purva Mamamsa. If you really want to understand what something says, you have to see what's said first and what's said last, what's repeated, what's said in a declarative way, there's six things. So what Jiva Goswami does, he goes back through the whole Bhagavatam and he says, what do the speakers of the Bhagavatam say? So they all say pure devotional service. Now, what do the students say? They all say pure devotional service. And then he goes through each chapter in a very unique way. This says Varnashram, this says, you know, 
But if you look at it context, the conclusion of every chapter, I've seen this in the second canto, demigods mentioned, but Krishna is the source of all demigods. Intellectual analysis, Gyan is given, but Krishna is the one we should know. So he goes through that whole thing and then gets to that chapter and sees what's the first thing said in that chapter and what's the last thing said in the chapter. Now, knowing that, how do you, how do you understand that verse in context? And Jiva Goswami says, it's obvious now what he's doing. Before he strikes home the final point, he's testing his disciple. And he's got the message. It's so obvious that that's what he's doing because it would contradict every other thing he said, including what's first in that chapter, what's last in that chapter, what's repeated so many times, what's said in a very declarative way, he put it in context, but if you, you just pick it out, you got it wrong. That's why there's so many misconceptions. Because you have to study things in context of what they say. And there's different types of verses in the Shastra. There's verses that are sahitya. They're metaphorical. They're not meant to be taken literally. And there's verses that are called raja. They're like kings. They're declarative, absolute statements. And then there's Puranic statements. And Puranic statements are that the, the message is right, but the facts don't matter. Like when they give the lineages of the kings, there's actually a statement in the Bhagavatam that this may not be exactly historical. The dates may not be exactly right. That's because that's not the sambanda of the book. That's the sambanda of the book is it, it, they're trying. In other words, the, the, the objective of the book is not to make a, a you know, historical catalog. The, 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 the objective of the book is not, the book is pure devotional service. You understand that context. You understand which verse is literal, which verse is metaphorical. So this is broad-minded person. It's all true, but you have to understand the intention. The auspicious sound of the holy name was heard in the four directions as the jewel of Vaikuntha accepted the order of sannyas. When the Lord put on the enchanting saffron dress, he appeared as beautiful as millions of cupids. Now the dress is not enchanting. I mean, I'm wearing my, for the class, I put on better clothes. I, I, this is the proper etiquette, I'm in public. You know, otherwise around here, I put on my rags. You know, just it's like with family, you know, you don't have to. <laughs> but, but the traditional color of saffron, which is Geru, the color indicates according to the Bhagavatam that material dress is finished. It's like the one color that no one would pick. <laughs> but for preaching, we have to look respectable. I used to do that, dye my clothes in rock dye. 
We used to do that. We used to have rock dye. It was like this brick and you soak it in water. It makes like a brick color. And then you soak your clothes, but you have to be in a different yuga to do that. Because then, you know, you want, then, then you're spending all your time dyeing your clothes. There's no time for preaching. Because <laughs> it just, they, they had a way of doing it where it would stick. I didn't know that. When he, when he put on the enchanting, he was beautiful as million cupids. His beautiful body and head were decorated with, with sandalwood pulp and flower garlands. Holding his dunda and kamandalo in his hand, the Lord was overwhelmed in ecstatic love. And this is all that's happening. Lord Chaitanya is overwhelmed in ecstatic love because he's seeing Krishna, he's feeling Krishna. The Prabhupada in the Gita, I can't find it. Maybe someone will find it. But Prabhupada said, a devotee at a certain level is thrilled at every moment because he's experiencing Krishna. The beautiful face of the Lord was more attractive than millions of moons and his two eyes were filled with tears of love. That wonderful sannyasi form of the Lord will be elaborately described by Vedavyas. So in the Mahabharata, Lord Chaitanya is predicted. Sri Vedavyas has described in his Vishnu Sahasranam that the Lord appears in one of his incarnations as a sannyasi. Now this statement has been fulfilled by the best of the Brahmin. This secret is known in the society of Vaishnavas. So this is from Sahasranam. Sanyasakrit Chama Shanto Nishta Shanti Parayana, that Lord Vishnu accepts sannyas, is detached from sense gratification, is fully surrendered to Krishna, is fully determined to engage in the sacrifice of the holy name of Krishna, and is fully absorbed in Mahabhav, which ridicules the peaceful state attained by the non-devotee impersonalists. So sannyasa krit, accepts sannyas, Shama Shanto. He's peaceful. And Nishta, he's fixed. Santi Prime. Amala? Amala, come in for the class. Even when we finish the class, we'll still have 15 minutes and I'm already packed. I love the shrink of the hay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Amala Vaishnav has the nicest Lord Nishringadev tattoo you could ever see. The magnanimous Keshava Bharti then began to think of a name to give the Lord. So he thinks of a name. Right? thinks of a name. When I give names, I generally think of the name. And I wait until the right name appears as far as I can see. I cannot find such a Vaishnava in the 14 worlds. This is my conviction. Therefore, I will give a name that is not found anywhere. Then my desire will be fulfilled. You see, because when you take sannyas traditionally, there are different orders of sannyas. 
and everybody in that order has the same name. Bharati, uh, there's other names, I guess, but they, so it's a type of sin. A, 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 a type of sannyas order, and they even have different social status. These are the, the Bharatis, these are the... Although the disciple of Bharati should be named Bharati, that name is not appropriate for him. So here's, a, again, not Niyama Agra. It's not too attached to the rules. There's a purpose why you follow the tradition. But... If, then, if, if following the tradition doesn't serve the tradition, then the intelligent person can make some adjustments. But our defect is more too little affection than too much affection. So I don't want to encourage people here. Yes, we don't follow the rules. Die. <laughs> and that... As that fortunate topmost sannyasi was thinking like this, Shuddha Saraswati, the transcendental goddess of learning, appeared on his tongue. So the goddess Saraswati, the goddess of learning, she can inspire the devotees. And she even inspires the demons when they curse Krishna. She breaks up the words, like when Sishupal called Krishna the lowest of all men. She broke up the word that meant the man who made others low. <laughs> you just a little Sanskrit. You can. Do. That's why this is an important point where, where, where when a when a culture is very sophisticated, then the grammar becomes very sophisticated because it gives you a greater facility to express things poetically. Yeah, you because know, you got to find the right word, and it it it, it, it it's, and it gives a, a finer declension of a, a distinction of meanings. I wrote about that recently in Monday Morning Greetings. That there was an author, Anthony Burgess. He wrote a book called The Clockwork Orange, a famous book way way back. And I saw an interview with him, and I was impressed. He was really getting down. What's going on with America with all this slang? When you, when you use the same adjective, what does that say? And I can't even say what those adjectives are. I can say one of them far out. Is it weird? Is it great? Is it, it doesn't give distinction. And, 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 and part of culture, I, I, and I read this definition of culture, what is culture? How you construct the environment to facilitate better communication, better relationships, and better learning. So it's not that we have a culture, how we behave, how we re reciprocate with each other. The etiquette involved, to a certain extent, it creates, you know, I, I'm thinking now, I, I know my friend Henry, was a dear friend of his also, of Bhakti True Swami. He was very cultured. And very pleasant, you know, and it facilitates a certain level of communication and relationship. Therefore, your name will be, he's not giving the bees, but he's giving the dunda. Your name is Sri Krishna Chaitanya. 
Because of you, everyone will become fortunate. When the best of the sannyasis spoke this, everyone chanted, Jai, Jai. And flowers were showered down on them. The Vaishnavas floated in waves of transcendental happiness as the tumultuous vibration of Hari Hari filled the four directions. The devotees then offered obeisances to Kesha Bharti, and even the Lord felt satisfaction on receiving his name. Chaitanya means life force. That's one. So I think it's going to be explained. Um, well, actually, it was explained. I guess we'll. I left out some verses. Selecting the suitable name, the pure-hearted Keshavarti placed his hand on the chest of the Lord and spoke. You've induced the people of the world to chant the name of Krishna. And by inaugurating the movement of Sankirtan, you've awakened people's consciousness. So Chaitanya means the consciousness of the people. And they're awakened by... Um, in introducing the names of Krishna. So, Sri Krishna Chaitanya means he awarded the, the living entities the ability to hear the names of Krishna. So, would anyone like to share? I'm also going to share with our audience here. Okay. Haribo Maharaj. <laughs> Any points? Thank you so much. For, yeah. Thank you for class. And thank you for those little snippets of India. They're so wonderful to get those little. So keep them coming. Those are so great. <laughs> Why you up there in Govardhan to show those bridge bossies how to dance? <laughs> they show me. They're much better. They're much better. <laughs> I really appreciated the point about um, what broad-minded really means. When you said a, a Brahman is broad-minded, we have a very different definition, but it's like having the overview to really see, like you said, not just for this lifetime, but for all lifetimes, not just Brahman for the five. And Brahman means great, great mind. <laughs> a Brahman has a great mind. Kripana, right, is a miser. His mind is very small. Yeah. Okay. Such a good Thank point. You. Thank you, Marsh. Okay. Anybody else like to? Share reflection? Hare Krishna Garage. This is Kadamba Mala. Hi, Bo. Um, I just wanted to say I really appreciated um, when you were talking about understanding instructions in context and I feel like I have to listen to it again to really absorb it, but I, it just, it's very, um, I think that having that understanding and knowing what are direct instructions and what needs to be understood in context is just really, really relevant today. So I appreciated that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good point. Anybody else? Okay. A few people say hello.
Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, I just found it very endearing when you said you save your rags for <laughs> when you're off camera. I, my, my, well, I didn't use, Gail, the word that I wanted to use that my mother used. So I'll say it now. Why you uh -huh. wear shmata? Okay. Shmata. Shmata. Shmata is a Yiddish word that means clothes that are like rags. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she gives me Yiddish lessons too, so I'm glad that you also are increasing my vocabulary. Hey, Gail, when I go over there, and I, I get up, set up the um, the tablet, yeah, the string aid is fixed. Then you'll you'll have a talk with her, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, and anybody else? Hi, Krishna Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Kalachandri, Haribo, Haribo, and Sharanjali. Namasaki, Haribo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for the darshan. Thank you so much. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class, Maharaj. Thank oh, great to see both of you. Hare Bo. Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Hare Bo. This is Hema Gori. Okay. Hema Gori, Hare Bo. Okay. Back to Sebastian and Hamalata Rata. It looks Hare like the weather, is, the weather is good there now, huh? Yes. Maharaj, such beautiful videos. I yeah. love them, especially the Kirtan, the first one, yeah. seeing uh, Lila Vilasini yeah. dancing with his courage. She's, so She's always so happy. We were. Just, when when uh, you come, you can stay out at my new ashram. You've been to my place. I, you've been to my place in Govardhan? Not in Govardhan, so. only in Vrindavan. Yeah. Okay. You'll stay at my place for a few days there and you'll go out dancing with the bridge bosses. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. We appreciate that. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> Hare Krishna, Gumaraj, Toto Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. We'll see you. And Kishori Radha, we'll see you soon. Anybody On else? My way. Hey, Christian Gumaraj, it's all Govinda. Thank you for class. We'll see you tomorrow, I think, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. What's the name cool. of that cute dog? Well, as long as it's Jude. What? Jude. Like, hey, Jude. Uh, say it again, otherwise. It's Jude. Jude. Like, uh, like the Beatles song. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, BT here. See you Wednesday. Oh, hey, I'll, I'll see you Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Rangarani. Rangarani, Haribo. Nice Hare Krishna. Haribo, Hare Krishna. Thank you for nice class. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Haribo. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. This is Srigandharvika. Srigandharvika. Hari Bo. <laughs> Great. Anybody else? Okay, I think we'll go right now. Lunch, a culpa to a bishak, a person, a bishak.